I was working full time. I was making around a hundred something thousand. Then I was making revenue from my other business, but then I would just have a lifestyle that I shouldn't have been living instead of, and instead of investing it back into the machine, into the business. So I can, I could leave the nine to five. You're in the nine to five because it's easy. Somebody's telling you what to do. You're getting the, the consistent paycheck. You got to learn and you got to be in pain enough. Like the dog laying on the nail story. I don't know if you've heard the dog laying on the nail. Yeah. So the dog laying on the nail doesn't hurt enough. He's just going to sit there and just live in that pain because you've been there for so long. So you'll grind from nine in the morning till 10 at night work to, but then you're going to overspend and you're going to you know live a lifestyle that you shouldn't be living. Welcome back to another episode of Attractive Mindset. And today's guest, this man is an absolute machine. I'm talking about Powerhouse. From the day I met him, maybe like five, six years ago till now, he's just been nonstop in the business world. Super, super golden guy, golden goose, whatever you want to call it, entrepreneur. <laughs> you know, I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about himself, Mr. Philip Smoke. What's up? What's up? Happy to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. And yeah. so tell everybody what you do. Yeah, so um, I do marketing, um, but in the essence of marketing as an entrepreneur, I've had um, for the past 10 years, I've been in marketing, uh, currently have wegettheleads.com, which is an online appointment setting system for high ticket coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs looking to grow their brand with uh, appointments. You know, I was in the same situation uh, because I was actually, you know, doing my own coaching business and software company years ago, and I needed a marketing system. So um, I sought out, try to really go out and get marketing, like learn how to do marketing. <laughs> and then I uh, got really good at doing marketing. So started my own company and um, yeah, flourishing now. Nice. So marketing company. Okay. So this is perfect. You're the first marketing company we've had on here. And so Definitely a lot of questions that I have against that. And so yeah. before we even get into that, tell us a little bit more about who you are. You know, how, do, how did you get into the entrepreneur kind of lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah. The entrepreneur lifestyle is um, is a grind. It's a hustle. Um, but it's really about understanding. Um, I, I believe like the mindset of like getting at, becoming an entrepreneur um, is something where you want to learn how to um, just really take your life into um like you want to have control of your life you know a lot of people um are working in the nine to five i was working in the nine to five space for so long um and you know for 15 years I was working for a company and i didn't really like how they were treating me i didn't like corporate america i didn't i couldn't create my own schedule and then I also was, you know, suffocated by resources because they only feed you enough to keep you coming back every two weeks for the same paycheck. And I didn't really like that. Right. And so, you know, like when I met you, I was <laughs> doing entrepreneurship in a network marketing company. And, um, you know, that's where I kind of really like shaved my skills and, you know, really just been able to, you know, create really great results just from having that mindset, you know, investing in myself making sure that you know like i really had the desire and drive to want to to want to win you know um <clears throat> but you know a, a lot of people aren't built for the entrepreneur mindset because it's a lot of work 
it's not a nine to five thing. It's a nine to whenever you get it done kind of deal. So whether Absolutely. it's at nighttime, morning time, daytime, while people are sleeping time, right? Exactly. Whatever time that you have, you know, um, and the story is like, there, there's, it's so deep that like, we could only really just touch on some of the topic, like some of the top things, you know? Because there's so much work that goes uh, behind really doing it because we're so bred to, you know, just <clears throat> uh, working at a job, right? Like, you know, a traditional education teaches us to go out and work for the boss, mm -hmm. you know, not learn how to create your own income. It, they don't teach you how to do your taxes. They don't teach you how to do anything that involves creating resources for yourself. They teach you how to just work for resources from somebody else as like a boss telling you what to do, which there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you should be able to choose and pick what you want to do as you're growing in the economy, in the world that we have, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so since we have a lot of beginner entrepreneurs on here, people that are just getting into business, yeah. what would you define as marketing? Marketing is attention, right? So marketing is basically just getting somebody's attention, how you do that whether it's through a text message, a LinkedIn message on, on LinkedIn, whether it's an Instagram DM, whether it's a Facebook message, whether it's an ad, whether it's a bird coming down and dropping a little note and then you get it and then you open that note. However, you're going to get someone's attention. That's what marketing is. Got it. And why is that essential for, you know, business? Yeah. So, of course, if you have a product or service and you're selling something, you need that to sell it. Right. Marketing is the gateway to sales. So you want to sell something in a transaction to make currency. If you don't have attention, you don't have marketing, you don't have money. Mm. <laughs> Got it. And so give us an example of like, you know, a business that would essentially need marketing because, you know, you have people that get into business and they may be doing well. They may have things going on. They're like, oh, I'm doing everything that I, you know, that I need to do. But what level would marketing add to somebody's portfolio? Yeah, so there's so many ways, but I mean, with marketing, if you're like, and this is for the new entrepreneur, a lot of people don't teach outbound prospecting marketing, the original door-to-door -door marketing. Our company, as an example, we do digital door-to-door -door knocking, knocking, which is on Instagram, knocking on direct on your DM, knocking on LinkedIn, knocking on on the prospect, targeting them properly. So you know, the best thing to do is to go out and you know learn how to do outbound prospecting first, right? So if you're a brand new person, you want to know how to make sure you're talking to hundreds to thousands of people per day and creating a really exciting offer for that prospect. So the, the difference is you want to have a really amazing offer and put that offer in front of that person's face. Mm -hmm. And of course you need to learn how to write sales copy to write offers. You need to learn how, and this is where mentorship comes in and you know, paying other people that know how to make money and then paying them to teach you how to do the same. Absolutely, and so now of course, being in 2023, we live in the world of AI. How does that affect you know marketing, especially when it comes to things like you just mentioned sales copy and stuff like that? You know, you have ChatGPT. Right, yeah, I mean, we're using ChatGPT for some email personalizations currently, but you know, uh, the thing with it is, you know, everybody wants the easy way out, but, ChatGPT should be a tool in the shed. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be what you just rely on, right? If you have, if you're gonna go out and do a project, ChatGPT should be a tool that you use for the project, not 
everything. It's not going to be the done for you, everything all system, right? And that's what people want because everybody's looking for the easiest way out. Oh, let AI do that or let this software do it. No, you still have to have humanization inside of it because it only goes so far. AI only goes so far at this point. Got it. And so yeah. you mentioned, you know, definitely going from the nine to five situation into starting this company, you know, yeah. we get leads. Isn't yeah, it? we get the leads. We get yeah. the leads.com. And so walk us through how you even get to that point where you're like, I'm going to start a marketing company. Like, what's the process for that? Well, I mean, so if you're in your nine to five, you need to start building up, uh, you know, you need to start building up clients currently right now. Like so if, because you don't want to be you don't you need to have at least three to four. I, I'd even say six to 12 months of revenue of like money stashed away before releasing yourself from a consistent income. Mm. Right. But um, so if you do want to start your own marketing company, you need to learn how to do marketing and you need to learn the platforms, how to write sales copy, creating a really nice offer. You know, when I got started, I had a software company and when I got started in digital marketing. So I've been in marketing for 10 years but digital marketing is completely different to, than traditional marketing. Mm. So <clears throat> even marketers come to us to get leads for theirs because they do SEO marketing, mm. right? Search engine optimization. They do a lot of different styles of marketing, but they don't do outbound prospecting appointment setting marketing like we do. Got it. Right. So if, um, and to, to finish the story, basically, if you want to, you know, leave your nine to five, you need to have at least six to 12 months of income. Then from there, you should already start building your client base and building up a revenue to start getting at least two, five. However, of course, diminish your lifestyle, which is one of the biggest things I was doing that I had that same problem that most nine to fivers have. When you start making money in another business, when the business actually that you and I met, yeah, I was working full time. I was making around 100 something thousand. Then I was making revenue from my other business. But then I would just have a lifestyle that I shouldn't have been living instead of and instead of investing it back into the machine, into the business. So I can I could leave the nine to five. So like I wasn't hurting enough in the nine to five. Hmm. Does that make sense? It does. You know, like you're you're in the nine to five because it's easy. Somebody's telling you what to do. You're getting the, the consistent paycheck. You got to learn and you got to be in pain enough, like the dog laying on the nail story. I don't know if you've heard the dog laying on the nail. Yeah. So the dog laying on the nail doesn't hurt enough. He's just going to sit there and just live in that pain because you've been there for so long. So you'll grind from nine in the morning till 10 at night and work too, but then you're going to overspend and you're going to, you know, live a lifestyle that you shouldn't be living. Hmm. Got it. And so <laughs> in creating this marketing company, what yeah. were some of your biggest challenges up front? Because of course there's, you know, marketing is a, gra is a grand yeah. field and right. there's a bunch of different marketing there's companies. A, right. What sets you apart from these other ones? Yeah. So what we do is we do a, we do outbound appointment setting. So like, you know, it's a different, like anybody could get into any kind of marketing they want. In my opinion, the one that we're in right now is like the, is the one of the best because, and it's also a foundational piece, right? It's like, you know, Hey, we got to make sure we talk to a hundred to 200 to 300 to 400,000 people per day online and make sure that we're getting in appointments to get, because appointments equal cash. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have appointments, you don't have money, right? Mm -hmm. So um, if you're brand new, you just got to learn from a marketer. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, you wouldn't, it's better to just pay somebody to teach you. I'm not a big fan of learning for free, okay? Because it doesn't give you all the information. It just gives you just enough to do something, but it doesn't solve the problem. 
Absolutely. Right. So you're learning something. Oh, let me learn how to do this thing on LinkedIn. But then it's like, there's so much more and there's so, there's so many moving parts and you just need to learn from somebody and just pay up because especially when you pay, you pay attention. And a lot of people don't want to do that because they want to try to go cheap. And it's like, hey, if you want Apple, you got to pay premium. Why? Because they have a better user flow, better product, better everything. But why is this one different than this phone? Because they have a brand. They have they have a lot you know, that of value that you know that you should be investing in. And so it's the same thing with your business. People try to shorten and cheap, go cheap on their business. And then you get cheap results and then you only get you only go so far and then you wonder why you're not winning is because you're not investing into you. Mm. Okay, you know? got it. And so when you're choosing clients to to market for, how do you know that it's somebody that you can actually help? What distinguishes somebody right. that you can work with and you can't work with? Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's based on the offer. Right. So as an example, you do business coaching. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So I would guarantee you there's probably a certain type of business that you don't want to coach. Is that right? Yes. So you, as an example, if you were to work with myself in marketing, what we do is we're going to target the exact person that you can serve. So it's making sure that you have your targets on on point. Right. So if you have a target, you want to make sure that you hit that target. So in that target consists of making sure that they're the owner. You're talking to the owner. You're talking to a specific industry that you know you can serve. You're going to make sure, hey, are you making a certain amount of revenue before you're booking the call? Hey, we could solve this big problem. And then, of course, the offer message. Hey, we help businesses scale with with, you know, next to nonprofit or your money back. So and that's an mm -hmm. offer message. Right. So then what we would do is we would prospect online. We would find a list of those. So we would pull them from Sales Navigator on LinkedIn. We would pull them for, we have three or four data sources that we pull data from. So then we pull that data source and then we'll go out and do outbound prospecting, SMS, email, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, find them and talk to those people all day. Like we have a team of 20 people that just prospect for us and of course our clients to set appointments. Got it. And so when you're doing these services, is it more like a uh, just a base price? Is it monthly? Do they, you know, one time? Like how does yeah, it work? Yeah, we set it up as a we set it up as a base price monthly. Um, and if you, of course, if you have a and we only serve high ticket, don't get me wrong. Like if you're a SaaS company and you have low, you have enterprise and you have single, then we could we could still serve them because they have funding. Software companies usually have like a lot of funding, which we do do we work with software companies as well but ideal the ideal client is a high ticket service provider a 5 to 10 to 15 20 and up k offer mm. so we even have clients that have $40,000 offers right so mm. we only charge a certain amount to do the prospecting for you now whether you close the deal or not like our offer also goes into the sales process it's the full process from front end from writing the sales copy to the outbound prospecting to working on you on your sales calls online. And then of course, making sure that that you're closing deals, because of course, like outside of just the appointment setting part, you want to make sure your clients are closing deals because then what, if they don't close deals, they don't, they can't keep paying you. Yeah. Us at least. Exactly. <laughs> so like our solutions based off of that as well, right? Like we don't just do the appointment setting. That's where the consulting time comes in with myself. We'll review the sales calls, look at the sales script. We give you our Sarah sales script because in the end we want you to win. Yeah. Right. Outside, you know, because a lot of a lot of people don't know how to do cold business. They're so used to warm referral business. Mm -hmm. But if you want to scale, you need to do learn how to do marketing, advertising, and you need to spend money. Period. Absolutely. 
So, and so you mentioned you had about 20, you know, employees, contractors. And so yeah. when you're looking for people to work with your company, what exactly are you looking for? Yeah. I mean, it depends on, depends on what we're looking for. Right. So if we're looking for somebody just to set, set calls and do outreach online, we're going to go overseas for that because in the end, you know, we're, we have to keep our costs low to stay competitive. Mm. Um, every company does it. Everybody's like, oh, you're hiring people from the Philippines. Yeah. We're creating jobs around the world. Doesn't, doesn't have to be here. Just like AT&T does. If you want to be like the big companies, you got to act like the big companies do. You think that they're spending, you know, paying people from the States, which of course, would they want all the people from the States? Of course, but they have to look at profit margins as a business, yeah. right? So we have to look at things to be able to spend less and also make sure we have profit that goes in there. So we, depending on the position is depending on how we hire. Got it. To answer the question. And so you're from Miami, right? Yeah. Well, I'm Broward County, but yeah, I live in Miami right now, actually. Okay. So do yeah. you feel like being down here definitely developed a certain type of? No. No? No. No, no, no. It's just, it was, that's the thing is like, even what I was saying before, it's like a lot of the times like entrepreneurs are, are I, I believe they're also, they're born and they're also built, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like people have come from all different types of backgrounds and winning whether and most of them come from the worst backgrounds, not the most successful backgrounds, the ones who've come from nothing. So, like, I personally believe, like, you know, I just had a desire in me from a young age to learn, to grind, to work, to want more, to do more, to solve more problems. It's just who I am, you know. Mm. And so with that being said, how much personal development do you feel like you've had to go through to get to the level Ooh. that you, you're at now? I mean, a lot, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, when you and I had met, we were like, I haven't even, I never even actually at that time, I never even invested into my, well, let's not say that. So like, I was just really focused on my personal mindset. Like I, the investment that I did for personal development was just actually like on myself because a lot of the times, like a lot, a lot of different scenarios in your life, you'll understand that it's not the business that's holding you back and you understand how to do the business. It's you and your habits and what, who you are is what's holding you back, mm. right? The fear is holding you back. Why you're not making a decision to take action is not hold, is holding you back. There's plenty of people that will teach you how to make money, but why haven't you made the decision is because of what? You could go out and make money on a job, sell something, and you could go pay somebody to help you figure out how to do whatever you need to do in the in the market to become an entrepreneur or to learn whatever skill set you want. So it, it, basically, it's like a desire inside. You have to want to win and you have to want to understand that you have to sacrifice those things in order to get them. And so like for me, I believe I was just like born with just I was just built different inside. You know, it's just a part of me. Got Some people it. just don't have it. Got it. Now, that, that was well said. And so going into like uh, the market, you know, doing crypto and NFTs and everything like that. Do you help businesses market in that type of sense as well? Yeah. Anything B2B. We do anything B2B. Mm. Right. But um, we're we're actually moving away from actually this offer. We're going to enterprise only. We're start we're going to start doing 40 to 50K deals like just deals. Now our deals are like. 10 to 15 K deals, like minimum on average, we're going to, we're going to work on doing enterprise deals with bigger companies, writing like people who are already running ads, who already have case studies and, and scaling those brands right now. That's what we're working on right now. Got the it. New, that's the new wave because, because of the mindset of people who have startups, which a startup is also 
a company could be doing a million, still a startup. It doesn't matter, right? A startup's not just a brand new person. A startup is still somebody in that in that phase, right? In that growth phase, you don't have all the positions in the business, right? There's a lot of variables to it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, like I just, like my mentors always say, work with enterprise because they have cash. They're never gonna go away. Uh, they're easier to deal with. You know, younger people and like y y y earlier startups, they uh, they don't have cash flow. They don't have the mindset. They don't want to take the calls. They don't want to, you know, like there's a lot of problems that are just like kind of, you know, things that we just don't really want to deal with. <laughs> Got it. And so having the schedule that you have, yeah. what does a normal day look like for you? Yeah. So I wake up. I mean, for me, I'm really big into fitness. I, um, I wake up around probably like seven o'clock and I don't wake up with an alarm. I wake up when I'm done sleeping and I wake up, but I usually wake up around seven to seven 30 in the morning. And then I get up and I go to the gym. My gym is in my building. It's a brand new building. We have a brand new facility. So I work out there. <clears throat> and then from there, um, I go straight into, uh, to take a shower. And then I have my team call in the morning. We have beginning of day calls. Then I have my personal calls and then I have team calls throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And then I block out my calendar for personal time whenever I need to do things. If I need to go to do a podcast, or if I need to go somewhere, I just block out my calendar for those things. And so you said something important, those team calls. And so how important is it to to have that kind of leadership call with your team to make sure yeah. not only, you know, they're on track yeah, and all that type of stuff? It's everything, man. I mean, look, communication is the key to growth. Okay. Doesn't matter whether it's your personal relationship or your business relationship. Communication consistent communication let's just let's go even more granular consistent hourly communication is great and if you're trying to build a company if we're talking about a company right now if you don't have communication with your team training with your team and it's consistent understand that you will grow slower mm -hmm. right and you just don't know and then this is this is why mentorship is important if this is why business coaches all these new coaches that are coming up in the game that are actually worth it, um, they're going to really serve a big purpose in the world because corporate America is going, is crashing, mm -hmm. right? Slowly it's dissipating. People are realizing they can work remote. They can have their own business. They can do what they want. People want flexibility. Mm -hmm. And so the corporate mindset needs to adapt because, or, uh, which is, it's good that they're doing it because it's creating opportunity, right? Like all the problems in the market with corporate, it's creating opportunities for companies like ours and yours and everyone else's to grow. Um, so I look at it as a positive thing, you know, for these kind of things to happen. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. And yeah. so what would be three key pieces of advice you would give to somebody that's just trying to get into the field of marketing in general, whether they hire somebody like you or even for themselves? Yeah. I mean, just talk to people, right? The Like the original call your like real estate agents, any kind of coach, consultant, like you need to be prospecting daily. First, yourself. As the founder, you should be closing your own business, you should be investing in yourself, and you need to be talking to people every day. And if you're not talking to people every day, by the hundreds and the thousands, you won't grow the way that you expect. Mm. And so when you say talking to people by the hundreds and the thousands, using social media, obviously, Right. Social media, email, which is social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Now you can start doing DMS. Yeah. So, and then, and then text message, texting people, tap rooting, talking to other people, calling people like you need to have a lot of touch points per day. And then of course, making sure that your offer 
is very valid for the target audience, hmm. right? Very valid because people's attention, they're going to look at a message, whether it's a text, a, a DM, an outbound like message. And if it's not something that makes them say, hmm, then they, <laughs> it doesn't matter to them. Got it. You know, and so that's why the offer message has to be good. So like if you're starting out right now, you want to make sure you're prospecting consistently to be able to produce cash flow because the only way that you talk to people is by talking to people. Mm -hmm. And if you don't talk to people, you don't sell people. Got it. And so in people talking to people, they have to be a reflection of their own personal brand. And so how effective is the personal branding versus the business branding? To be honest, brother, like I, I, I love branding. I think branding is so important. I have clients in branding. Okay. But you need to make money. Okay. So branding is something different, right? So in the beginning stages, you need to have cash flow. Okay. So you can invest into a mic, you can invest into something so you can have a brand into design, into logo. You need to invest into lead generation so you can get on a call and you can make a sale you could get your customers you could develop your offer and you could get better and then you do it again and again and until you become until you grow into millions of dollars Got so it. lead generation in the beginning is most important people look at aesthetics too much websites none of that matters when you build a business from scratch you don't even need a website you don't need anything you need an offer and you need a service that serves and, and solves a big problem for somebody in the market that's mm. what you need you don't need a website. And then you say you prospect those hundreds and thousands of people, whatever, right, per day. And then you're gonna say, hey, I made a video on how I solved this problem in this time frame using this solution. Are you interested in learning how that works? Yeah, let me send you the video, let's set a call. And then you go through the sales process from there and work on selling. Got it. And so how would somebody get over that hump to really start talking to the camera because I've seen definitely your videos yeah. as well. Yeah. And you have to speak to that camera. You have to create that dynamic. Yeah. How do you go about that? Just keep doing it. Like I I'm doing, I'm, I'm creating a new video sales letter for my, for our new offer right now. And my mentor is like, Phil, you got to do this 20 more times, dude, mm. 20 more times. I need to see this video. I want this video crisp because this is a video we're going to run for ads. This is a video we're going to prospects. We need the audio to be on point. We need this. I mean, you just got to keep doing it. You got to start. Like when I started my podcast in 2018, I started it and I was just, I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I knew one thing I needed to start. Yeah. <laughs> I need to start doing it. I need to start doing it because that's how I'm going to figure out how to do more of it and then hire people, learn how to do it, look at more videos. Right. And then grow from there. Got it. And so do you have like an ebook or are you offering like classes or how, how does that work? Yeah. I'm not doing, um, I was about to get into the coaching space, but you know, the guy that I work with, he's like doing like, he's a multi, multi, multi millionaire guy. And, um, yeah, I was, he told me not to do that. <laughs> uh, because he's like, look, everybody does that. Don't do what everybody does. If you want what everybody, you know, everybody's doing that. Don't do that unless, you know, because you're not going to make the real money. Um, you know, deal with enterprise and high cash flow because then you could just, you'll never, you know, like it's just less work for you. And I, I'm not about working. Like I like to work. I, I work all day and night still, even though I have a team, we're still growing and we're doing more. So there's a lot of work I still have to do. 
because a lot of people confuse working in the business than on the business, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're when you're working in the business too much, you can't work on the business. So yeah. now when you hire somebody to work in the business that replaces you, whether it's in sales, whether it's in prospecting, whether it's in whatever fulfillment, you could now have time to work on the business, work on the branding, work on the messaging, work on hiring the team, work on the problem resolution, work on systems. I mean, you're gonna be working regardless of them, you know? Exactly. And so, <laughs> you know, we, we would say that's, you know, investing back into your business, you know, and so why would that be critical? Of course, this is catered towards the beginners again. Why is investing back into your business once you're generating this cash flow? Yeah. What is that going to do for your business? It's uh, Grant Cardone says a great feed the beast. OK, so the beast is what's you have to feed what's feeding you. Right. If the if the business, if, if your business is feeding you and if it's bringing it, how do I make, how do I feed it more so it could feed me more? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the mindset. It's like, great. I have this money. I'm going to take this money. How do I, how do I invest this money for, for it to grow? Feed it. How do I get this beast even bigger and better than it was yesterday? Mm -hmm. And that's the mindset, the daily mindset, right? It's like, great. You know, like we're doing 50, 60 K months right now with the marketing company, right? It's like, so, right, we need to be doing 100K months. And the goal, we've already had targets. By June, we need to be doing 100K months minimum mm -hmm. by June. So it's like, what do I need to do to get to 100K months? What do we need to do to get to million dollar months? What do we need to do? And that includes, right, investing back. Now, at the grant, at the start, start level, it's the same thing, whether it's in a software, right? Oh, what can I do to automate this better? Or who can I hire overseas mm -hmm. at a decent rate to do to take this over for me so I could keep investing back into the business so it grows? Got it. And so you said you mostly work online. And so that means your overhead is super low or how does yeah. your overhead work? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely pretty low, you know, but um, we're always working on like lowering our, our operating costs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have most of our team is overseas. Um, so that's fantastic um, because it, you know, definitely low, you know, make sure we have decent margins. Uh, we also raise our rates. We'll also create a better offer to, to charge more. In the beginning I was undercharging so I could get market share. Mm. And then as we grew and as we became better and as our systems got better, then it's like, okay, we're, we're worth more now. So wait, I, I want, <laughs> I want you to explain that to them real, real, real quick. You said you undercharge so you can get market share. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. So, you know, um, Ty Lopez talks about this a lot. He's like, why are you guys trying to charge more if you're brand new to companies that are already doing what you're doing when you could just say, Hey, I'll do it for cheaper than what you got it for. And then, or what you're paying for whatever it is that your offer is. And then you could come in and get some market share for a while, build up revenue, right? Take that revenue, invest into the systems, offer, make it better. And then you could build out a better product, a better service, a better offer with those resources and to, of course, make more money. And then you could charge more from there. Got it. And yeah. so, you know, with referrals, of course, I'm sure you have referral system. Yeah. And so how essentials is referrals for that business? And what do you have in place to accommodate? Yeah, like we have referral systems. Um, we have a lot, so much outbound going out and so much that's like, we actually don't promote it as much as we, we should, to be honest. Mm. Um, referrals is good because you could, of course, create incentive programs behind referral systems that you're saying, listen, you know, if you if you offer, you know, if you market this, we're going to give you X amount per month. Like there's a lot of strategy behind creating a referral system. 
but referral systems, especially in the beginning, are 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 crucial, mm. crucial, crucial. Yeah. Copy, copy. Well, <laughs> as you can all tell, this man has an extremely attractive mindset and a lot of knowledge. Marketing is a super key essential in your business. You absolutely need it. And so, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, at Phil Smoke, P H I L S M O A K. So that's Phil Smoke on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, <coughs> YouTube, and all the channels. Phil Smoke. Okay, okay. And then if they wanted to, if they're enterprises, since that's mostly what you want to work with, you know, yeah. where 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 would they locate your yeah, business? You could just book a time on wegettheleads.com or DM DM me on any of the channels and either myself or my team will set a time with one of them. Perfect. Thank you again, Phil, for coming down. You yeah, know, man. It's good to see you. You know, for sure, brother. Attractive mindset. As you know, we always say we look good, we live good. That's Make it. sure you subscribe, check in. We out of here.